Questions, questions, questions. Which questions am I to ask? Crystal Joy Campbell here. Thanks for being here at Classical Matters. Asking good questions is vital in the pursuit of truth. So, we're taking our direction from one of the ancients who was a master at asking questions. This is a powerful tool for the classical homeschool mama. So join me as we start down the path of Socratic dialogue. It has been said that dialectic is the art of following the question and using the skills of reasoning to arrive at truth. So learning to ask good questions and following the line of questioning would be pretty important skills to have. The first skill, asking good questions, can be learned at the feet of an ancient, Socrates, and the other skill can be obtained through formal logic. So today, Let's take a closer look at the former, asking good questions. But before we jump in, I wanted to remind you that I'm hosting live online workshops on practicing grammar. If you are overwhelmed and want practical ways to simplify how you practice the art of grammar in your homeschool, join me in one of these small group seminars. Space is limited, so be sure to secure your spot before it's full. You can find information linked in the show notes, or you can go to my website at www.crystaljoycampbell.com. Click Services. In the drop-down menu, you will see Workshops. Follow that for more information. You know, I do look forward to working with you. Now, on to asking good questions. We know that the art of dialectic is concerned with more than just systematic logic. It's concerned with the refinement of logical thought, imagination, feeling, and gratitude. And most of the time, this takes place in community through conversation, dialogue, debate. And Socrates gives us an excellent example of how this unfolds. If we are running in classical circles, we've probably heard of Socratic dialogue or Socratic teaching or even Socratic questioning. And we also may assume that Socratic dialogue is just asking questions. Well, questions are pretty important in this method, that's for sure. But not just any questions. The type of questions we ask are important too. As we know, there are closed questions, ones which require a yes or a no response. Now, closed questions are appropriate and sometimes necessary, even in Socratic dialogue. And we know that there are also open questions. These are ones which draw the other person into deeper thought about their response. But Socratic dialogue is more than just asking open or closed-ended questions. Before we go into that, let's actually take a look at what Socratic dialogue isn't. Sometimes we can better discern what something is when we come to understand what it isn't. It might give us some context or something to compare to. So, first of all, Socratic dialogue is not literature discussion. It's not a circle of students sitting around all discussing a book. Nor is it comprehension questions. These are the questions used to analyze text or to see if we get the book or topic we're covering. 
Socratic dialogue points in one direction, and that direction is to perceive truth. Now, I understand that's vague and quite abstract in some ways, but, you know, if we think about it, when we have an error in our thinking or we believe something false, what is needed? Well, truth is needed. We need to recognize truth in some way when we're in those situations. Same with when an idea or a concept could be understood more deeply. We again need truth. We need to perceive truth in a more full or complete way. So simply put, we can use Socratic dialogue to uncover an error in thinking or to go deeper into an idea or concept. Now, Socratic dialogue has two stages, the ironic stage and the maiotic stage. The first stage reveals irony, hence the ironic stage. This stage shows that something is not as it actually is. It shows that there's some inconsistency or there's some sort of incongruity exists. It unveils an incompleteness in our thinking or understanding, or it exposes that we don't understand an idea or concept in its entirety. It is through questioning, through inquiry-based discovery, through reasoning, that we eventually come to a change. We come to a metanoia moment, a place where a light bulb moment happens, a change from where we think we know to a realization that we don't know or we have misunderstood. This is where stage two starts, the meiotic stage. This stage is a time for the building up of knowledge or as we can say, a reconstructing of understanding. So let's take a little closer look at this. When we as educators perceive an error in our students' thinking, we could just reveal that error to them and basically tell them, no, honey, the area is not 69 centimeters square. It is actually 76 centimeters square. But as educators who are trying to equip our students with the ability to think and think well, we recognize that they need the skill of being able to do it on their own. They need the skill of unearthing the error through their own thinking through their own powers. So we don't want to just tell them. We want to guide them through a questioning and a thinking process where they can discover the error for themselves. So as we've said, the student believes that they know, but really they don't know. There is an error or a breakdown in their thinking. It is our job as educators through inquiry and questions to discover with the student where the actual breakdown in their thinking happened. We are really seeking to understand the student here, to deconstruct their understanding because it's false. As educators, oftentimes we can jump ahead and assume to know where the breakdown in thinking is. But it is really through this inquiry-based discovery that we, alongside the student, actually come to know where the breakdown is. 
we want them to come from a place of I know to, well, I think I know, and then finally to the realization of, no, I don't know. Once the student has come to this place and recognizes their error, a metanoia moment happens, a moment of change. And then we enter the maiotic stage, the stage of reconstructing the understanding. And we do this mostly through direct instruction, ideally through mimetic teaching. This process of moving through the ironic stage into the meiotic stage allows the student, with our assistance at first, to come to truth. And the more we engage this with our children, model it for them, the more they will develop the capacity to do it on their own. I use this method frequently and across all subjects. Now, I like hooks to hang my hat on, things that will remind me of the deeper meaning or larger definition of things. It helps me from becoming too overwhelmed or paralyzed in the moment. For the art of dialectic, the hooks I use are sort, compare, understand. When I'm in dialogue and I'm struggling to find a good question to ask, I will remind myself of these three words. I'll ask myself, what else can be sorted? What else can be compared? And what is yet to be understood? This will launch my thinking into new areas. And from there, I can draw questions. Other things that we can do are we can ask comparison questions or defining questions. And these are always a good place to come back to in dialogue as well. Questions like, what do you mean by dot, 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 or so if I hear you correctly, dot, 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 we can ask things like, is this correct? Remember, we as the educator are seeking to better understand the student and how they have constructed their thinking. Now, this is a brief introduction to Socratic dialogue, and there is much to learn. But this week, maybe we can try and remember that the furnishings of the art of dialectic are found in community by way of conversation, dialogue, debate. And the example of Socrates can give us a good and sure method of perceiving truth through inquiry-based discovery. And with our hooks in hand, the hooks of sort, compare, and understand, we can embark with our students in the pursuit of truth. I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week to think, explore, contemplate, ponder, and discuss classical education. I would love to hear from you because I believe real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation, and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Share this with a friend and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. Don't forget to tune in next Monday as we continue on the journey of living a life steeped in classical education. Blessings for your week.